everyone. This is a continuation of chapter 19. I find out the truth, sort of. The Furies circled the parapets high in the gloom. The other walls of the fortress glittered black, and the two-story tall bronze gates stood wide open. Up close, I saw that the engravings on the gates were scenes of death. Some were from modern times, an atomic bomb exploding over a city, a trench filled with gas masks, wearing soldiers, a line of Af African famine victims waiting with empty bowls. But all of them look as if they'd been etched into the bronze thousands of years ago. I wondered if I was looking at prophecies that had come true. Inside the courtyard, was the strangest garden I'd ever seen. Multicolored mushrooms, poisonous shrubs, and weird luminous plants grew without sunlight. Precious jewels made up for the lack of flowers. Piles of rubies as big as my fist. Clumps of raw diamonds standing there here and there like frozen party guests were Medusa garden statues, petrified children, satyrs, and creatures centaurs, all smiling grotesquely. In the center of the garden was an orchard of pomegranate trees, their orange blooms, neon bright in the dark. The garden of Persephone, Annabeth said, keep walking. I understood why she wanted to move on. The tart smell of those pomegranates was almost overwhelming. I had a sudden desire to eat them, but then I remembered the story of Persephone. One bite of underworld food, and we would never be able to leave. I pulled Grover away to keep him from picking a big juicy one. We walked up the steps of the palace, between black columns, through a black marble portico, and into the house of Hades. The entry hall had a polished bronze floor, which seemed to boil in the reflected torchlight. There was no ceiling, just the cavern roof. Far above, I guess they never had to worry about rain down here. Every side doorway was guarded by a skeleton in military gear. Some wore Greek armor. Some British red coat uniforms, some camouflage with tattered American flags on their shoulders. They carried spears or muskets or M16. 16. Some of them barred us, but their hollow eye sockets followed us as we walked down the hall toward the big set of doors at the opposite end. Two U.S. Marine skeletons guarded the doors. They grinned down at us. Rock-propelled grenade launchers held across her chest. You know, Grover mumbled, I bet Hades doesn't have any tr trouble with door-to-door -door salesmen. My backpack weighed a ton now. I couldn't figure out why. I want to open it, check to see if I had someone pick a stray bowling ball. But this wasn't the time. Well, guys, I said, I suppose we should knock. A hot wind blew down the corridor, and the doors swung open. The guards stepped aside. I guess that means 
enters both. Annabeth said, The rooms inside look just like my dream, except this time the throne of Hades was occupied. He was the third god I met, but the first really struck me as godlike. He was at least ten feet tall, for one thing, and dressed in black silk robes and a crown of braided gold. His skin was albino white, his hair sh shoulder length and jet black. He wasn't bolt up like Ares, but he radiated power. He lounged on his throne of fused human bones, looking lit graceful and dangerous as a panther. Immediately, I felt like he should be giving the orders. He knew more than I did. He should be my master. Then I told myself to snap out of it. Hades' aura was affecting me, just as Ares had. The Lord of the Dead resembled pictures I seen of Adolf Hader, or Napoleon, or the terrorist readers who directed suicide bombers. Hades had the same intense eyes, the same kind of mesmerizing evil charisma. You are brave to come here, son of Poseidon, he said in an oily voice. After what you have done to me, very brave indeed, or perhaps you are simply very foolish. Numbness crept into my joints, tempting me to lie down and just take a little nap at Hades' feet, curl up here and sleep forever. I felt the feeling and stepped forward. I knew what I had to say, Lord and Uncle. I come with two requests. Hades raised an eyebrow. When he sat forward in his throne, shadowy faces appeared in the folds of his black robes, faces of torment, as if the garments were stitched of trapped souls from the fields of punishment trying to get out. The ADHD part of me wandered off task, whether the rest of his clothes were made the same way. What horrible things would you have to do in your life to get Ruben into Hades' underwear? Only to request, Hades said, arrogant child. If you have not already taken enough, speak then. It amuses me not to strike you dead yet. I swallowed. This was going about as well as I feared. I glanced at the empty smaller throne next to Hades. It was shaped like a black flower, gilded with gold. I wish Queen Persephone were here. I recalled something in the midst about how she could calm her husband's moods. But it was summer, of course. Persephone would be above the, in the world of light with her mother, the goddess of agriculture, Demeter. Her visits, not that told of the planet, creating seasons. Annabeth cleared her throat. Her fingers prodded me in the back. Lord Hades, I said. Look, sir, there can't be war. There can't be war among the gods. It would be bad, really bad. Grover added helpfully. Return Zeus' master bowl to me, I said. Please, sir, let me carry it to Olympus. Hades' eyes grew dangerously bright. You dare to keep up this pretense after what you have done. I glanced back at my friends. They looked as confused as I was. Um, uncle, I said. You kept saying after what you've done. 
What exactly have I done? The throne room shook with a tremor so strong, they probably felt it upstairs in Los Angeles. Debris fell from the cavern ceiling. Doors burst open all along the walls, and sculptor warriors marched in, hundreds of them, from every time period and nation in the Western civilization, then lined the perimeter of the room, blocking the exits. Hades bellowed, Do you think I want war, godling? I want to say, well, these guys don't look like peace activists, but I thought that might be a dangerous answer. 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 You are the lord of the dead, I said carefully. A war would expand your kingdom, right? A typical thing for my brothers to say. Do you think I need more subjects? Did you not see the sprawl in the, of the accidental fields? Well, have you any idea how much my kingdom has swollen in the pa this past century alone? How many subdivisions I had to open? I opened my mouth to respond, but Hades was on a roll now. More security goals, he moaned. Traffic problems at the Judgment Pavilion. Double overtime for the staff. I used to be a rich god, Percy Jackson. I control all the precious metals under the earth. But my expenses. Karen wants a... Charon wants a pay raise, I blurted, just remembering the fact. As soon as I had said it, I wish I could sue up my mouth. Don't get me started on Charon, Charon, Hades yelled. He's been impossible ever since he discovered Italian suits. Problems everywhere, and I've got to handle a lot of them personally. The commute time alone from the palace to the gates is enough to drive me insane. And the deadest keep arriving. No, godling. I need no help getting subjects. I did not ask for this war. But you took Zeus' master bolt. Lies! More rumbling. Hades rose from his throne, towering to the height of a football goalpost. Your father my fool Zeus, boy. But I am not so stupid. I see his plan. His plan? You are the thief on the winter solstice, he said. Your father taught to keep you his little secret. He directed you into the throne room on Olympus. You took my, the master bolt and my helm. Had I not sent my fury to discover you at Nazi Academy, Poseidon might have succeeded in hiding his shame to start a war. But now you have been forced into the open. You will be exposed to Poseidon's teeth, and I will have my helm back. But, Ambit spoke, I could tell her mind was going a million miles an hour. Lord Hades, your helm of darkness is missing too? Do not play innocent with me, girl. You and the sailor had been helping this hair out, coming here to threaten me beside his name. No doubt, to bring me an ultimatum. Does Poseidon think I can be blackmailed into supporting him? No, I said, but Simon didn't, I didn't. I have said nothing of the helm's disappearance, Hades snarled, because I have no illusions that anyone Olympus would offer me the slightest justice, the slightest help. I can ill afford for word to get out of my most powerful weapon of fear is missing. 
so I searched for you myself, and when it was clear you were coming to me to deliver your threat, I did not try to stop you. You didn't try to stop me, but return my home now or I will stop debt, Hades threatened. That is my counter-proposal. I will open the earth and have the dead poured back into the world. I will make your land a nightmare. And you, Percy Jackson, your skeleton will lead the army out of pain. The skeleton soldiers all took one step forward, making their weapons ready. At that point, I probably should have been terrified. The strange thing was, I felt offended. Nothing gets me angry than being accused of something I didn't do. I had a lot of experience with that. You're as bad as Zeus, I said. Do you think I stole from you? That's why you sent a furious after me? Of course, Hades said. And other monsters? Hades curled his lip. I had nothing to do with him. I wanted no quick death for you. I wanted you brought for me before me alive so you might face every torture in the fields of punishment. Why do you think I let you enter my kingdom so easily? Easily return my property, but I don't have your helm. I came from master for the master vault, which you already possess. Hades shouted, "You came here with it, you fool, thinking you could tread in me!" But I didn't open your pack. Then a horrible feeling struck me: the weight in my backpack, like a bowling ball. It couldn't be. I slung off my shoulder and unzipped it. Inside was a two-foot-long metal cylinder. Spike on both hands, humming with energy. Percy, Annabeth said, how? I don't know. I don't understand. You heroes are always the same. Hey, he said, your pride makes you foolish, thinking you could bring such a weapon before me. I did not ask for Zeus Master Bolt, but since it is here, you will yield it to me. I'm sure it will make an excellent bargaining tool, and now my helm. Where is it? I was speechless. I had no helm. I had no idea how the master bolt had gotten into my backpack. I wanted to think the master bolt had gotten into my backpack. I wanted to think Hades was pulling some kind of trick. Hades was a bad guy. But suddenly, the world turned sideways. I realized I'd been played with. Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades had been set at each other's throats by someone else. The Master Bolt had been in the backpack, and I'd gotten them the backpack from Lord Hades. Wait, he said, this is all a mistake. A mistake? Hades roared. The skeleton aimed their weapons. From high above, there was a fluttering of leathery wings, and the three furies swooped down to perch in the back of their master's throne. The one with Mrs. Dodd's face grinned at me eagerly and flicked her whip. There is no mistake, Hades said. I know why you have come. I know the real reason you bought the bolt. You came to bargain for her. Hades loosed a ball of gold fire from his palm. It exploded on the steps in front of me, and there was my mother frozen in a shower of gold, just as she was at the moment the minotaur began to squeeze her to death. I couldn't speak. I reached out to touch her, but the light was as hot as a bonfire. Yes, Hades said with satisfaction. 
I took her. I knew, Percy Jackson, that you would come to bargain with me eventually. Return my hell, and perhaps I will let her go. She's not dead, you know, not yet, but if you displease me, that will change. I thought about the pearls in my pocket. Maybe they could get me out of this. If I could just get my mom free. Ah, the pearls, Hades said, and my blood froze. Yes, my brother and his little tricks. Bring them forth, Percy Jackson. My hand moved against my will and brought out the pearls. Only three, Hades said. What a shame. You don't realize each only protects a single person. Try to take your mother, then little godling, and which of your friends will you leave behind to spend eternity with me? Go on, choose. Or give me the backpack and accept my terms. I looked at Annabeth and Grover. Their faces were grim. We were tricked, I told him. Set up. Yes, but why? Annabeth asked. And the voice in the pit. I don't know yet, I said, but I intend to ask. Decide, boy! Hades yelled, Percy! Grover put his hand on my shoulder. You can't give him the vault. I know that. Leave me here, he said. Use the third pearl on your mom. No! I'm a satyr, Grover said. We won't have souls like humans do. He can torture me until I die, but he won't get me forever. I'll just be reincarnated as a flower or something. It's the best way. No, Annabeth drew her bronze knife. You two go on, Grover. You have to protect Percy. You have to get our searcher's license. You got. You have to get your searcher's license and start your quest for Pan. Get his mom out of here. I'll cover for you. I'll plan to go down fighting. No way, Grover said. I'm staying behind. Think again, goat boy. Stop it, both of you. I felt like my heart was being ripped in two. They had both been with me through so much. I remember Grover dive-bombing Medusa in the statue garden, and Annabeth saving us from Cerberus. We survived Hebatas's Waterland ride and the St. Louis Arch, the Lowe's Casino. I had spent thousands of miles worried that I'd be betrayed by a friend, but these friends would never do that. They had done nothing but save me over and over. And now they won't sacrifice their lives for my mom. I know what to do, I said. Take these. I handed them each pearl. Annabeth said, but Percy, I turned and faced my mother. I desperately wanted to sacrifice myself and use the last pearl on her. But I knew what she would say. She will never allow it. I had to get the bolt back to Olympus and tell Zeus the truth. I had to stop the war. She would never forgive me if I save her instead. I thought about the prophecy made at Camp Half-Blood Hill, what seemed like a million years ago. You will fail to save what matters most in the end. I'm sorry, I told her. I'll, bring, I'll be back. I'll find a way. The smug look on Hades' face faded. He said, Godling, I'll find your helm, uncle, I told him. I'll return it. Remember about Karen's parades. Do not defy me. And it, it wouldn't hurt to play with Cerberus once in a while. He likes red rubber balls. Percy Jackson, you will not, I shouted. Now, guys, we smashed the pearls out of her feet. For a scary moment, nothing happened. 
Hades out destroyed him! Darmiot skeletons rushed forward, swords out, guns clicking, the full automatic. The furies lung, their whips bursting into flame. Just as the skeletons opened fire, the pearl fragments at my feet exploded with a burst of green light and a gust of fresh seaweed. I was encased in a milky white spear, which was starting to float off the ground. Annabit and Grover were right behind me. Spears and bullets sparked harmlessly of the pearl bubbles. As we floated up, Hades yelled with such rage, the entire fortress shook, and I knew it was not going to be a peaceful night in L.A. Look up, Grover yelled, we're going to crash! Sure enough, we were racing right toward the south heights, which I figured would pop our bubbles and score us. Score us. How do you control these things? Annabeth shouted. I don't think you do, I shouted back. We screamed as the bubbles slammed into the ceiling in darkness. Were we dead? No, I could still feel the racing sensation. We were going up, right through the solid rock as easily as an air bubble in the water. That was the power of the pearls. I realized what belongs to the sea will always return to the sea. For a few moments, I couldn't see anything outside the smooth walls of my spear. Then the pearl broke through the ocean floor. The two other milky spears, Annabeth and Grover, kept pace with me as we soared upward through the water and then, and kerplam, we exploded on the surface in the middle of the Santa Monica Bay, knocking a surfer off his board with an indignant dude. I grabbed Grover and hauled him over to a life buoy. I caught Annabeth and dragged her over too. A curious shark was circling us. A great white, about 11 feet long. I said, beat it. The shark turned and raced away. The surfer screamed something about bad mushrooms and piled away from us as fast as he could. Somehow, I knew what time it was, early morning, early morning June 21, the day of the summer solstice. In the distance, Los Angeles was on fire. Plumes of smoke rising from the neighborhoods all over the city. There had been an earthquake, all right, and it was Hades' fault. It was probably sending an army of the dead after me right now. But at the moment, the underworld wasn't my biggest problem. I had to get to shore. I had to get Zeus' master bolt back to Olympus. Most of all, all I have a serious... I had to have a serious conversation with a god who tricked me. That is the end of chapter 19. Please stay tuned for chapter 20.